You know that life is good when you're the quarterback of the New York Jets and you can eat a hot dog on the sideline. During the last TV timeout, Mark Sanchez is trying his best to hide a hot dog and eat it. Oh, wow. One week, it's Antonio Pierce saying playing the Raiders was like a scrimmage, and now the other team's quarterback eats a hot dog during the game. Recording to you from the neighborhood of South Lake Union City, Seattle, Washington, Studio 212, part of the Soundcasting Network. This is going to be episode 117 of Grill How Long Steak, Mister. Uh, depends on the cut size and how long uh, I'm coming to it. Oh, God, Jeff. All right, right, seven minutes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Start the PFO. <laughs> I am one of the hosts of this podcast. My name is Bobby Stills. Uh, with me, new co host fucking person i love following on uh social media uh eric rivera hi hey how's it going good how are you guys uh we have a guest in studio former seahawk great no. one of the greatest oh, I wouldn't say. linebackers it was more of in a the history of the nfl returned to the great state of washington city of seattle to finish off his career uh joe kane aka belltown's african warlord olavo day <laughs> you do not want to fuck with me <laughs> what's happening i will kill you right on uh, i was more of a supporting cast member you know, yeah not the superstar whatever you right know, what I'm yeah. i was need, a working man's we linebacker those. you were like you know, i feel right. like you probably gave like the yeah. the speeches that like i played you know, hard gave speeches you know working yeah. man's type uh guy right <laughs> popular in the bars <laughs> still still oh, yeah. popular in the yeah, bars yeah i'm a quite enthusiastic drinker yeah, all right <laughs> mm-hmm. well what are we doing next after this <laughs> yeah right <laughs> all right so before we kick off the show and get into it with joe uh let's catch up with a couple things i had a meltdown on instagram so all of my followers who follow me for this show uh it happens you know you come off the rails sometimes you threaten murder uh it happens uh, don't smoke weed, I guess, or too much weed when you're smoking weed. I don't really smoke weed, but yeah, I lost it. It happens. Uh, yeah, not a lot. Of Thank people. you, social media, for making this all immortal. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't, yeah, somebody had texted me was like, yo, take that down ASAP. That shit's going to get screenshotted. And you know what my response was? I don't fucking care. It's your calendar that I'm making you for next yeah. year. Yeah. I screenshot it. It's 12 months of a meltdown brought to you by. It happens, man. I'll be trying to, you know, I think it's so much positivity. You try to like stack up in your life and you're just like all positivity that you forget sometimes, you know, there's some fucking negative shit out there. Well, so. you have to correct. Have you seen those memes, you know, where the person is texting someone and they're getting ready? to send it and then they erase it yeah, you know, yeah, and then they didn't write yeah. something else no that's not good enough and then you erase that and then you want to write something else maybe that's what you have to do you know just breathe with your thumbs a little bit oh man I, right. didn't, I didn't give a fuck I was like a little woosah I put I did a follow up uh, post where I was like yes I mean everything all the other shit but anyway I just wanted to say <laughs> you know it happens I'm sorry yeah with false, shit's, false scenes and sad puppy not, faces shit's not appropriate yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say like that shit's not cool. It's not appropriate. Uh, but you make mistakes. Uh, that's how you come back. Anyway, uh, Eric, you uh, did your dinner out at uh, Microsoft? Yeah, that was pretty rad. Yesterday, I uh, got invited to go out there and do a thing for Hispanic Heritage Month and uh, Latinx. So it was cool, like, seeing a bunch of other Hispanic people at a tech company. Um, you know, and, and not just a tech company, the, the biggest tech company. Um, and everybody's really super nice and they like the food or at least they told me so. Yeah. Um, no, but it was really cool seeing Xbox team and the rest of the, you know, kind of Hispanic people that make up, you know, at Microsoft. Yeah. Really cool. And yeah. it wasn't like, where did you, did you cook onsite, offsite? <clears throat> you know, offsite, they transferred it there. It was, they didn't have, it wasn't like a kitchen or anything. Yeah. It was just kind of like a, you know, buffet Catering style thing. Style. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And it was, yeah. it was super cool. Cause um, the guy, the main point of contact there, Juan, he's from Puerto Rico, and he was just like, I want this, 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 and these dishes. And I was like, fuck yeah. You know? <laughs> Nobody Whatever ever asked for those dishes, yeah, so let's yeah, go. Right. <laughs> so it was, it was really cool, man, and and got a chance to sit down in this $70,000 like Forza simulator. I it, saw that. It, Dude, you look like a little kid. I want to live there forever. <laughs> I, 
I like I even banned myself from driving my car today because I'm still kind of just like thinking about that. How did you do? Now I couldn't tell by the post or the mm-hmm. video like how you were actually driving. I mean, I could just see your hands just it, going the whole crazy. I saw, but yeah. How was the screen? Like, how were you doing well? I, I was doing okay. Um, the only thing was like it. I still can't you can, still can't feel speed all the way, yeah. you know, so you have a hard time judging of where you're going to be breaking and all that kind of stuff. These little d- dumb things. Uh, so I, I crashed. So times. I'm out of the loop. What's yeah. a Forza? Uh, it's just a racing game. Yeah, it's, oh. it's like a car, you know, simulation racing game. Oh, do you, yeah. play, do you play any video games? Nah. I'm, I'm a little older, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm that age group where, like, we had Pong. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Pong is tight. Right. Yeah. You know, Pong was tight. Pong you know, was tight. right. Good and, drink. Uh, Pong. Space Invaders, Pong. you know, we had that where you had to literally go to the arcade to actually play, yeah. you know, a video age game. Is, age is not right. an excuse anymore so for video games. I just I never, know, you know, know got Grant, into the Grandpa's whole home video stuff. game. By the time they became popular, I was old enough to, you know, date girls. And so. <laughs> yeah. So, right. so this is the difference between me and you. I was. Dating girl. Yeah, I, mean, I was stuck at home in front of a TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was old enough to date girls by then. I played right. Madden, you played in the NFL. And so. I was playing football. It's real you know, real videos. And, and yeah, it was just a niche thing because now even in the NFL, you know, as I got older in the league mm-hmm. and then so now I'm 10 years older right. than some of the other guys on the team. Uh, there was a lot of video game playing. Guys would actually take their units with them, you know, awesome. on the to the away games, yeah. and they would set it up in a hotel room. And uh, there's just a bunch of screaming as you walk by one of your teammates' room, and <laughs> they're they're playing video games. That's right. awesome. Yeah. All right, Joe. Let's but, uh, get let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, uh, where are you from? Uh, Los Angeles, Compton. City of Compton? City of Compton, Shit, man. man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know Dre and all them? Well, Easy E and I, we were uh, <laughs> elementary school team uh, classmates. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Eric Wright. Yeah. yeah. We R- R.I.P., man. R.I.P. Yeah, short guy, you know. Used to shoot hoops on the schoolyard and everything, man. Right. Play marbles, you know. Right. That's great. Yeah. And you played uh, sports coming all, all the way up through yes. Compton? Oh, yes, I did. Dude, uh, football, basketball, baseball, ran track. Um, back then, kids didn't really specialize in one sport how yeah. they do nowadays. Well, there right. was nothing else to do. There was no video and games. Back then, right. There was no video games, man. <laughs> so you had to do something, right. And so back then, you played every sport, you know. Like, even if you sucked at some of them, you still played them, right. You still stayed competitive, you know, right. And like baseball, I wasn't like great at it. When I got on first base, you know, I was guaranteed to make it to second base, right. <laughs> you because know, I had wheels, you know. Yeah. I was an athlete, you know, right. And Nothing then, spectacular about it. So you get drafted. Get drafted. Uh, as, as a linebacker. As a linebacker. Where'd you get drafted at? Uh, Minnesota Vikings. No, no, no. College. Oh, college. I went to Stanford out of uh, Compton High School. and uh, That must have been quite Played the... there for a couple years. And then uh, <laughs> I ended up at Oregon Tech, a small school oh, wow. in uh, Klamath Falls, Oregon. Went to Stanford for two years. Had mononucleosis uh, my um, sophomore year there. Uh, basically, my grades lapsed, you know, mm. right? Sounds like fear of white people. Well, not really, you know, and I could have gone back to Stanford, but I let myself get talked into going to Stanford in the first place. It was one of those situations where you were a kid from Compton High School sure. and all of yeah. your counselors and all of your teachers, all of a sudden they say, hey, you have a chance to go to Stanford, man. You know, yeah. you need to go to Stanford. And so I let myself get talked into it because originally I was all set to either go to University of Washington mm. or UCLA where I would have played for Don James yeah. or Terry Donahue mm. at the time. Because wow. Stanford sucked back then, yeah. you know, in football. Like, we, we sucked. And um, anyway, from there to Oregon Tech and from there I was drafted uh, by the Vikings. Okay. Yeah, in 1988, dude. These are right. some, I mean, these are some different, <laughs> re- really different, you yeah, know, climates, That's how old and, I am. climates no, no. and cities and cultures that right. you're going to. You're going from Compton, Compton to, to Stanford, Cal, then to, to Oregon. Southern Oregon. Wow. Right? right. Then to Minneapolis, <laughs> which is a, a really cool city, by the way. Even back in 1988, Minneapolis was a really cool town. We just, uh, I mean, you know. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, and it was progressive even back then. You know what I mean? Not to wear my politics on my shoulder, mm. but yeah, it was a progressive city. You know, I'd never seen that many gay couples in my life. I'd never seen that many interracial couples in my life until I went to Minneapolis. Right. And this is in 1988. And I'm like, wow, Minneapolis, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so you're, so you're at Minnesota. You're starting to make a little bit of money. 
Oh well, playing professional. Not yet. Playing, <laughs> playing professional ball. Right. You went. I mean, they, and they drafted you, right? They drafted me. You didn't right. get traded. Or anything, but it was like right. an eighth round pick. So mm. let's say uh, money was still a little bit uh, stingy. What was the? Know, I mean, then. what was the base salary for a rookie back? Then? For a rookie back then, I think like, it's a hundred thousand now. Like now it's like four fifty. Four fifty. Four hundred fifty. Yeah, league minimum is crazy. Right. Now. Yeah, wow. the league minimum yeah. for a rookie is four fifty. I think Ooh. now. Back then they could pay you one hundred and fifty. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, my sign bonus I remember was $15,000 <laughs> I went and bought like a used uh, Toyota extra cab 4x4 pickup <laughs> man. oh I love that truck dude. Right. it was awesome man. you still have it oh no oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no I wish I would have kept it though that would have been you, awesome did you have the little right. engine block warmer for when it got cold oh no, no it was actually a pretty good truck it was a really nice one actually man it was like only a, like a year old yeah. you know what I mean so it was fairly new ish you know what I mean right and, I went uh, to visit an next girlfriend out there and it was like, a second hand truck Winner, right. and she had this fucking cord sticking out of her hood, and I'm like, what the hell is that? Right. She's like, oh, I gotta plug it in and heat everything up before I start my car. Right. I'm Holy like, shit. I'm never coming here again. No, and- never. Yeah, but no, not the kind of money that goes around now. You figure yeah. Bobby Wagner in one season will make more money than Lawrence Taylor did his entire career. Shut wow. the fuck and up. And that's the difference now compared to back then. Right. How how is uh, Lawrence Taylor not a walking piece of celery right now? I don't uh, understand. LT is just different, man. You know, like uh, cocaine can't kill something. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. Like cocaine is like you know that's like a yeah it's a power for some people. Like LT, he loved it, man. I mean, he was doing it in the locker room during games. No, I never heard that before. Uh, but there are stories to where he did it night before games, you know, mm-hmm. and he uh, had to get uh, picked up out of lockup. Before, <laughs> right, and the team looked the other way because he was just the baddest dude ever. Yeah, right, dude's just badass. Might have yeah. been a play better. He's pissed I mean, off. he's like the best ever. Even to this day, there still hasn't been another LT. You know, a guy that was just that intimidating and that efficient. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah. just good. So you're in Minnesota for a, what a year? Just a year. Just a year. Yeah, and then you you really and then you came to Seattle. Came to Seattle. Yeah, for four years here. Played for Chuck Knox and um, Tom Flores. Here. Chuck Knox. <laughs> he was funny. He was a good one. Yeah, Chuck used to have this saying, man. So, you know, he talked to everybody like they were on the street. Chuck Knox did. Like, here's an old white dude from, I don't know where he was from, the hard scrabble streets of Scranton or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know where he was. But Chuck, you know, he had this way, no matter where you were from, you know, like me being from Compton, Chuck, he could just talk to me, you know, like, hey, man, you know, what's going on? I got into some trouble with the law one time, you know, and the uh, wait, wait, police. Wait, wait, what, what, oh, what? What kind come, of trouble? Yeah, it was stupid. You know, I would rather not, you know, uh, <laughs> embellish on that part. But let's say the police. You know what I mean? We're looking for me, right? No, they come up to the complex and uh, Chuck, you know, gets wind of it. And uh, we're out on the practice field and Chuck looks at me. He was like, hey, man, what's going on? Like, "Uh, no, I'm all right. He was like, "Uh, huh, you doing all right? Uh, I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, he said, where are you from? I'm like, Los Angeles from Compton. You know, he's like, do you want to go back there? <laughs> and I was like, uh, not necessarily. He was like, all right, then. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Like, Chuck was like, straighten up, you know, right? Or we will ship your ass out of here. And uh, he had this way of saying things with very few words. You know, he was like the white Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I've ever heard anybody you describe that. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> he kept it plain, man. He kept it plain. <laughs> Wikipedia right. entry for Chuck right. Knox. <laughs> Chuck Knox, he was awesome, man. He was a really smart man. Um, and then you get traded to the Bears. Yes. Well, just, I was a free agent signed that, with the Bears. That's when I first heard about right. you. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you played for the Bears. And I uh, played there for four years with Dave Wanstead. Yeah. For four years, linebacker. Uh, started there. I was like defensive captain there. You know, and, that's, uh, yeah, that's had a... some good times in Chicago. It was a fun town to play in. Yeah. Like you're right downtown. You're on Lakeshore Drive. And uh, it was just amazing. You could actually see the skyline from the stadium, you know. And uh, and it was a really fun time being in the Midwest playing any professional sport. You're pretty much Jesus. Yeah. You know, right. And and uh, it was amazing. Then you come back to this? And I came back here for a year. And did you, you did that on purpose? You wanted to retire here? Uh, and I resigned here. I was a free agent, you know, and uh, Seahawks were knocking. And it was like here or Denver. And I was like, yeah, shit, you know, Seattle. All right. That covers your career. Now let's get into the food aspect of why I'm having you. People may be wondering why. Oh, I'm why I'm here. Why, why I'm having you on the show. Okay. I got a couple questions about food in the NFL. Right. Um, now, did you guys, when you guys went to a new city, 
you know, when you guys were traveling to all these cities to play football and stuff like that, did they serve you guys shitty food? Was it, you know, commissary? Was it craft services? Or did you guys get to go to these nice, nice restaurants? And, you know, how did you start well, getting into in, into food? You know, was well, it through your career? Well, I mean, from the time I was a little kid, you know, basically at five years old, I would cook. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I was in the kitchen making pancakes, you know, as a, as a little guy, but in the NFL, we, they would serve us, um, the hotel food basically like, so our team meals would be from the hotel kitchen and they would be catered, you know, with the whole spread, you know, and, uh, chafing dishes and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, it was always the same thing every week. You know, there was some fried chicken, there was some, uh, tenderloin of filet mignon. There was always pasta, a whole bunch of fruit and veggies. And basically, you know, um, nursing home food only a little higher level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Upscale nursing home food. Were the trainers right. and stuff super on top of like carb loading and like feeding you lots of proteins? And were they were they really checking on what you guys were eating or were they, you know, just make sure to get you guys fed and get you on the field? Well, all those, people well all those things were be available. That's what I'm saying. The food yeah. that was available, you know, I'm quite sure were, you know, in line. But they with, didn't uh, watch. Proper. But they didn't watch them and they weren't writing down what you guys Oh, no. Nothing like stuff. that. You no. know, but guys pretty much know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Guys, uh, uh, you know, once you get to that level, you were always looking for a um, an edge anyway. Yeah. And uh, so guys pretty much know what and what not to eat, you know, at that point. And uh, certain things, you know, you you want to eat because when you become very regular, you know, when you're a uh, when you're an athlete. Right. So you have a game tomorrow. Mm hmm. Uh, you don't want to eat something to where no, the timeout, yeah, yeah. The, timing, the timing doesn't right, work out. The timing doesn't work out. Especially if you're like having a squat over. Something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you have to audible a little and bit. So there's definitely also oh, there's a system. You know, there's definitely a system on what you eat the night before the games. Yeah. Yes, you I would eat a lot of fruit the night before the game. You know, things I know that could evacuate very easily. You know? and, um, so yeah. Um, now, yeah. So when you tra- <laughs> when you transitioned out of the NFL, and now, yeah. you're, now you're a civilian, right? And did you start thinking about you? You mean did you just have this passion of where you wanted to get into? Oh, no, to I was a real estate agent, you know, and broker, and uh, basically the market tanked, and um, and decided to do something else. Pretty much, yeah. yeah at first, I took a job for thirteen dollars an hour, actually. Over in uh, West Seattle, there was a place called Ama Ama's Oyster Bar and Grill. I took a, do- a job for 13 bucks an hour as a line cook oh over there. God. Had the meanest little chef you've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> this woman. And if she's listening, her, her name, name is Ama Brenda Rodriguez is her name. If you're listening, Brenda, I know she's not, but I don't know. Who knows? You never know. <laughs> we need to get Brenda on the show. We need to get Brenda on the show. <laughs> Shout out Brenda right. Rodriguez. Right. Oh, if she would have come through that door right now, I would jump out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear to God, she it, was tough. It's dude. amazing how some how somebody has that effect on you. For oh, so she was long, tough, man. You know? Oh my God, yeah, she was the worst. <laughs> and uh, but hey, I learned a lot from her, though. You know what I mean? It was like a lot of things were just common sense. You know, when it comes to cooking, like oh, do this, do that. All right, yeah, that seems to make sense. Yeah, uh, things that didn't yeah, it came very, fairly easy, but it was just something I always wanted to do. And it was like, oh, do I go to culinary school or do I just go? Nah, screw it, I'll just go get a job. Yeah, right. And that's what I did. Nice. How long did you stay there? I was there for a year. I was the only person in the kitchen from the original staff when we opened. Mm. Still there nice. the next year. So you were there from the opening. You I was there like from the ground opening. floor. You got right. to see yeah, how the place opened up and stuff. Right. Exactly. And uh, and uh, it was pretty cool. And worked a few places. Became a chef eventually. You know, worked as a sous chef up on Orcas Island at uh, Christina's. Oh yeah. Up there, at Christina Orchid. And, um, after that, um, yeah. It's yeah, that it's kind of, it's kind of funny because like uh, Joe would come mm. into the bar. I know Joe from Belltown. He hangs out. He's a Belltown, you know, regular and stuff like that. But everybody come in. They want to talk about football with him and stuff. And yeah. chat and everything. Yeah. But me and him would start talking about food. Yeah, well, football is awesome. Though. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> yeah. great. But it was just you know you had a passion and you like talking oh, about I love food, food and I like talking about food. Oh, I get and excited always, about it. Yes, yeah. and he's super. You know, I love my but, foods, man. <laughs> Right. Um, and so you had you started going. You were why, what made you go to the islands? Oh, because you were because uh, you love the city. Yeah. Well, the gal I worked with at I'm a, I'm a oyster bar and grill. It was uh, I was between jobs. You know, had this one job and it was a shitty job. I'm I'm sorry. Shout no, him out. You can cuss. You can mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, this ain't radio. Oh, yeah. This no, ain't radio. It was a shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
And so shout him out. Where was yeah, that? Yeah, just quit. Oh no, I don't want to shout it out. That's what we do, Joe. That's the what place we was do. A, oh, the place was a dump, man. Oh, it Is was it a still dump. open. That's the question. No, it's not. I no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was one of those too, where like too polite. Okay, this job was so bad. Was, I think I lost it on purpose. You know, <laughs> right? I lost the job on purpose. I got really wasted one night, dude. No, and I mean I shouldn't be saying this out no. loud, dude. Oh, I got fucked up. <laughs> right. Like to the point that where I probably should have called the hospital. Like I could only think about Elvis because I'm a die on the toilet. <laughs> right. And uh and I just didn't know I just it was the only time I've ever no showed anything in my entire life. You know what I mean? The only time this job was that. You didn't shitty. call him and tell him I'm sick or I, I, give him I, the no, excuse? I was wasted. Oh, by the time I woke up, I was supposed to be at work like three hours ago. Oh, right. Yeah. Like I was saying, I was wasted. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was kind of like on purpose, you know, because I didn't want to go. Yeah. And um and so I was just on there looking, you know, joking job. So I answered an ad, like living on Orcas Island, that would be pretty cool. You know, I've been up there before, you know, did the Salmon Derby, you know, and all the, the gal who answers the calls me back. I leave my number and the gal who calls me back is like Angela. You know, it's like, holy crap, you know, Angie, what's happening? She was like, Joe, this is me, uh, Orcas Island. I'm like, oh, sweet. So anyway, I went up the next day. Wow, and stayed up there for like six years. Six years, Fuck just me. like that. Yeah, we had we had we had somebody on the podcast. <laughs> I went up there the next day. We, we had somebody on the years. podcast that from the islands, right? One time that was cooking a lot on the islands. One of my friends or something like that. Uh, oh, it's Chef Andy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. She, have you guys had Sunny up? Uh, I have not. Food truck yet? Check them out. It is tasty. Breakfast sandwiches Where? all day. Where? They're a food truck. Okay. Uh, I think their permanent location is down in what, like uh, Denny Triangle, kind of uh, right on Westlake uh, oh, by the Whole Foods. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. And they make, and all the sandwiches are named after like women. So the, what is it, the Ruth Bacon Ginsburg? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty smart. And, That's pretty uh, cool. Frida Avocado. <laughs> Frida Avocado. <laughs> They're fire ass sandwiches. I'm going to go check them out. For and sure. that's what I was talking to her about. I had her on the show was, I was like, Fucking breakfast egg sandwiches all fucking all day? day. Are you serious? Oh man! If I can get them at like two a.m. Even better. Fire! Oh, yeah, God. it's just her and her partner. Even better. And yeah, they um and it's, so it's like they can't be there early in the morning and sure. at night. But I was like, this thing we fire at the bars. Oh, for sure. Parked outside. Just the roll bars. right up on Capitol Hill, uh, and you're you're but, a millionaire. But that's what I was talking to her about. <laughs> she was one of those people that same was like I answered a somebody and said I'd never been to the islands before mm-hmm. and they said it was cool out there. I went out there, answered an ad and never came back. That's crazy. Like was just wow. there for like four years or That's whatever great. like huh. that. So you went out there, you went out to Orcas Island mm-hmm. and you fell in love. How I thought that it's you know they cut staff down a lot. Yeah, wintertime. In the wintertime. Yeah, wintertime like um where I was chef at West Sound Cafe for five of those years. Um, we would close for two, two and a half months. Yeah. You know, wow. We would shut down, which was actually pretty cool. You know what I mean? Right. Which was actually not bad. I mean, I know uh, money could get tight, but you'd get a bonus. Yeah. You know, chef. And, um, and it was a, it was a fun time. I enjoyed being off actually in the wintertime. Yeah. You know, get out of there, go somewhere warmer, you know, go visit family, friends, whatnot. You know, eat some other people's food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Besides the get crap that you make yourself for lunch every day because you're just sick of your menu. <laughs> you know what I mean? Odds right. And parts and pieces. Right. So I would just like make makeshift things. Like I do a jambalaya because oh, I have this, I have that, I have that. Yeah. You know, I always make a jambalaya today for myself. You know, my favorite to go to was a taco salad. Yeah. Uh-huh. I used to make myself a taco salad that was like really good. Like, in fact, I should make one of That's those. what I'm finding. That's what I'm finding nowadays. I like making salads. Right. Because, I mean, they're quick, they're fast, and you can... And anything can be a salad. That's what I'm saying. You can just got whatever the... It's like a dump truck, yeah, you know? As long as yeah. and, then like, you, and then you make a fucking dressing for it Three pieces quick. of lettuce, it's a salad. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I like making breakfast egg sandwiches. Those are... Check them out. I, I bought egg molds so I could make those little breakfast egg sandwiches without having the egg, like... <sighs> ba- like baked eggs? No, no, no! Just little, the little molds you put in the pan. You dump the oh, egg and they dump the egg oh, in yeah. there. So I get my nice little round. Do you thing get like the them. Mickey Mouse one and stuff like that? You know you <laughs> no, do. No, but um, I've got, I've got, I got the Pokemon one for the my Poke- daughter. Yes, <laughs> yes. You can do it with a plastic wrap. Oh, and, yeah, a little, yeah. and a little uh, cookie cutter. That's how they do the Arzac egg. Okay, and they wrap yeah. it up, tie it up, and just poach it. Poach it in oh. plastic wrap. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that Sick. before too. Yeah, it's fire. All right, Orcas Island. Um, how long were you, uh, how long were you out there for? Six years. Six years, I think. Six or seven. I wow. forget. Man, that's a Man. long time to be out of job. Like 
in the restaurant industry. Well, the same place uh, for five years at the same place at West Sound Cafe there. Yeah. Yeah. Did some good work there. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Fed a lot of people. (laughs) Typically, what kind of food were you cooking out there? Uh, Mine was uh, more of a... I would say, well, it was kind of a West, a North African, Southern European, like Mediterranean, Pan-African yeah. fusion, I would say. And every once in a while, of course, you know, you had to throw in some American classics, you know, right? Uh, I do a gumbo, you know, mm-hmm. since we, you know, did a lot of seafood. Mm-hmm. So certain Louisiana style favorites, you know, gumbos and things like that, and etouffees and things. I would, we had fresh spot prawns, you know, oh, I do a really cool so etouffee or the fuck, the- a shrimp and grits, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean, right? Or something. I mean, exactly. the, the stuff coming off the boats there but is what's amazing. Uh, it would come straight out of the water, yeah, off the boat, right mm-hmm. into your kitchen. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that up there, and especially uh, spot prawns. But the season was really short. But you know, a fun thing to eat and serve raw. You know, make a great crudo with those. They're actually better raw than yep. I think they are cooked. They're right. super sweet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Super fire. And uh, but yeah, definitely a kind of a Mediterranean Pan African fusion. I would say people up there were getting. And they were okay with that? Uh, oh, no, they loved it, dude. <laughs> right. Well, I was doing flavors. Well, the like, clientele. What the fuck is this, dude? <laughs> well, the West Sound Cafe was uh, full of travelers. A lot of yeah. the clientele, a lot yeah. of snowbirds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And um, so these are people, you know, who were well traveled, you yep. know, very worldly folk. And so uh, they actually welcomed, you know, something like that that was a little bit different, yeah. you know, uh, on the island. Uh, a lot of like Ethiopian flavors I would mix in, you know, say maybe with a technique would be a French sensibility technique, but the flavors, you know, be a little bit more mysterious, right? I was just, you just reminded me, I ate at this little um, Sudanese restaurant out in uh, Columbia City the other day. Oh, how was it? Hole in the fucking wall. Fire ass food, Good. really? And I was trying to remember the name of it. It's kind of right, ah, fuck, huh, Sudanese. Yeah. Huh. And I walk in there, and we, I was like, "What?" We like see the sign for it, and we go in there, and I'm like thinking, Columbia City. Are really people this adventurous in Columbia City? We walk in there. The address is like, I don't know, 1604 that main strip and a half. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you walk in there, and it's literally probably about four feet wide. Huh. We walk in, I go in, and I'm like, is there a bathroom in here? And I was like, I'm just going to go next door. And the guy's like, well, you need a bathroom, my friend? Come walk through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like cooking cooking shit. And right. he's like literally, I'm like used to it because I work in a kitchen. So it's you squeeze by. Right. And he just like tucks his ass. <laughs> right. And I slide by, and I go in the bathroom. And the smells are just super incredible. And there's smells that I've never smelled before. I mean, you can you get in hints of things that you can recognize, but mixed together, you just don't know what the fuck it is. Right. And when you go there and you look, and he's just got it's just him. Kill him. And he's got all the like, I don't know, he's probably got like 12 burners going Ugh. all at once. And then he's got a little flat top where he's heating everything back mm-hmm. up and shit. And uh we sat down and we ate and uh I've never. I don't think I've ever had food like this. Before. Well, okay. What the fuck was it? I don't know. That's all. Just I was keeping to, secrets from us. I, was to look. I know. Was it similar to like uh, Ethiopian food? Yeah. No. I mean, close. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no. Right. Close. Maybe. I mean, you got. I mean, you had a lot of couscous. They had couscous, okay. but there was some rice in there, and so, right. so it's similar in that way with the meats mm-hmm. and stuff. But the flavors, no. What was the protein? Nothing. I had goat. I had lamb. And I had a couscous dish, and they had these weird fucking like tea drinks, yeah, like boba I What the fuck? I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. We'll pause for a second. Let me, <laughs> let me look it up. Real quick. Were there like dates? Anything? Was there a sweet yeah. component? Like any yeah. dried fruits? Yeah, they had dates and raisins in the couscous. Lemons, fire. like preserved lemons at no, all? Nothing like that. No. no. It, it wasn't boba. It was like this leaf of this rough tree. Ginkgo biloba? Baobab. Yeah, baoba. Boba? Baoba? Baobab. 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 B-A-O-B-A-O-B. B-A-O-B. Yes. That's it. It's a tree. Yeah. What's it taste like? Baobab. Very mysterious. It's an odd tree. Okay. Why know that? Because I know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just the letter B because yeah. I saw a band and that was their name. Just, it was like a North African blues band. That sounds you know, pretty rad. They were pretty awesome, actually. Right. They were like Tuareg, I think. Damn so it. this here is a uh, 
sausage sandwich. Uh, <laughs> no, it looks good. Fried egg or yeah. roasted tomato. There's like a scallion. Uh, I did a scallion parmesan aioli oh on this God. one. What? And instead of fish, well, I had fish sauces. I didn't have any colatura at home. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? So I just used a little Asian style fish <sighs> sauce for the aioli for it. Oh my god, that's amazing! It was so good. Hell yeah! I, and I was thinking of making one today, and I made the bread myself too—a little fresh, like Kaiser roll. Mm. It's like a Kaiser-ish roll, oh, I shit. think. And uh, it was Senegalese, 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 Senegal. Senegalese. So West food. African. You found yeah, that West African food. Senegalese. Senegalese. And it was a really nice slack dough. So, mm. you know, it La was Taranga? a nice soft bun. Does that sound like I'm pronouncing it right? Okay. How, how often are you making bread and all that kind of stuff and cooking for yourself? Like well, I make bread at least or? once a week. Oh, okay. Yeah, at least once a week I make bread. You know, and they freeze some of the rolls. So then if you want a sandwich a few days from now, just snack. throw a roll out. Snack attack. Perfect, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I make them at least once a week. Yeah, it makes when you're bread. when you're thinking of stuff to make, I mean, what's the process for you? You know, like you what have an idea. Eat? No, or just like you know, come up with a menu item, or coming up with a thing, or you know, like ah, oh, I want to make this thing, or I have a dinner coming up, or I have some friends in town. Like, what's the process for you? I mean, are you are you thinking more ingredient? Are you thinking more preparation technique? Uh, it depends on what I'm working with. You know, the equipment I'm working with, how many people I'm cooking for. You know what I mean? So, what can I do on this equipment? You know, right? Um, what do I have a taste for? Um, the people, like what are their tastes? You know, depends on the yeah the taste yeah. of the folks who are coming over. But uh, yeah, that's a process. And what I do cook, it could be something I've seen before or something I've cooked before, something I've had before. So um, doesn't matter. It's just random, dude. Yeah. Right? It just are you writing whatever stuff down or or anything? Oh, like recipes I yeah. write down. Yeah. yeah, I write down all recipes. Yeah, right. Or even if it's something I cook that's new, I'll write it down. You write down just because if I have to tweak something, yeah. on it, you know, for the next time. How definitely. many versions of it do you do before you're totally before just I get it right? Happy? Yeah, uh, depends on. Well, sometimes first time, a lot of times, <laughs> right? <laughs> Most of the times, right? It's the first go around. That's awesome. Um curries and things like that you know i will cook for myself first like before i would try them out sure. in the restaurant there yeah. are certain things like different curries uh, like if i'm doing something asian yeah especially east asian like right. you know indian i would try it out on myself first yeah curry yeah. is a motherfucker yeah man. before it's really I would serve delicate it, you know like, yeah you gotta have exactly. a really kind of subtle and deft hand to make a curry turn out from scratch yeah because it's just right. So many different herbs and spices and everything else that it, you know you're off by a little bit on one of them. It fucks mm -hmm. up. My problem is I can't get them the same each time I make them. Right, that's, uh, yeah. that's my problem. Yeah, and because sometimes the spices could be off too. You don't know how old the spices yeah. are yep. that you're using. You know, even if you grinded them from fresh, you know. So, what is your what's your fallback like when? You, for me, like, you know, no matter what I'm thinking, if I can't think of anything else, I'm just going to go Italian. Oh, if I'm going to, oh, Italian. Oh, for me, I'll do Spanish. Spanish? Okay. I fall back on something. If nothing's been up on the island, I can always make a seafood stew. You know, if nothing else, I could do a tomato con queso. You know what I mean? I could give it like a little Spanish flair, a little Mexican oregano, a little cumin, a little hot smoked paprika, a little bit of sherry wine. Bam. Done. Everybody loves on that. On a tomato yeah. con queso, everybody loves everybody that. Everybody loves that. And yeah. I could turn it into so many different dishes. And then, uh... Even for chowder, <laughs> one of the things people, <laughs> everyone was always doing their New England clam chowder. Yeah. And I prefer the Manhattan chowder. And yeah. so I was the only restaurant on the island that did a Manhattan chowder, you know. And, the, and so people love that. Right? That's great. A little spicy, you know, nice tomato, you know, flavor to it. You know, a little tartness, tangy. When you want to impress someone, what are you cooking? Oh, when I want to impress them? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, mean yeah. anything. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but I'm pretty good you know, dude, it, at cooking. Oh, I'm yeah. good with the food <laughs> stuff. Good, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> you know, I'm good food stuff-wise. I guess awesome. um, it depends. Okay, if I have a girl over and she's from the south, you know, that's sure. for instance, you know, if it's a black <laughs> chick and she's from Arkansas, I'm making some gumbo. All right, there we go. Okay, okay, you know what I mean. White woman from Bellevue, you know, maybe I'll make some salmon dish or something. You know what I mean? Something <laughs> a little lighter. Let <laughs> me with a light hollandaise. You know what I mean? He's like right. halibut with a vinegar. Well, with an Ethiopian, <laughs> I do like an Ethiopian spice hollandaise. There you you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. uh, with a harissa roasted uh, sweet potato and Brussels sprouts. Out, you know, Game over. salmon. Right. Yeah. You're cooking the shit at your house? I make stuff like that all the time at home. That's great. Like I said, I make yeah. my own bread I wish at home I had all the, the room time. To do all well, that these shit. days, actually, I cook more simple stuff. Uh, like lately, <laughs> Like I have to have collard greens at least twice a month. I make collard greens mm. and cornbread. I call it like the Southern Panzanella salad. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, That's so good. 
good. That's what it's it so is. Good. It's a Southern Panzanella salad, dude. So good. It's greens and it's I bread, it. dude. Great. <laughs> and I just mixed all the cornbread and collard greens together with some, uh, oh, God, see, I got excited. That's fucking genius. <laughs> and, uh, That's such a genius. And uh, with it. the hot sauce yeah. you know, on there. Right. Absolutely. I love making it. Uh, curry, chickpeas, and potatoes. Like yeah. China Alu. You know what I mean? I made that this past weekend. Uh, Can I make a comment on the greens real quick? I have a comment to make about when uh, people were making greens and they're serving up greens. Mm -hmm. Could you drain your greens? So my whole entire plate doesn't turn into a, a southern fucking gumbo. Well, you don't have to put as much <laughs> water on them uh, when you cook them. When you cook them, just add like um, per pound of greens, I would say three quarters of a cup of liquid to be yeah. safe if you don't want See? too much liquid. So go. about three quarters of a cup of liquid per pound of greens. And once on they reduce plate. down a little bit after you give them a stir, that way you can always add a little bit of water to them, you know, if you need yeah. to. But just enough so they can steep pretty much, right? You're not looking to deep boil, boil You're not making a boil. You're not, yeah. making yeah. You're not looking for soup, right? <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Sorry to interrupt. And so basically about three quarters of a cup per pound of liquid. And that includes all liquids, whether you're using vinegar and water, whatever, you know. Nice. So, yeah, I can mix. Nice. A little bit of vinegar. You have to have that. Can't be greens, you know. I would lose my black card if that's <laughs> that's <laughs> right. All right. Know. Let's um, let's do some quick fire stuff. Quick fire questions. Let's do. I don't think Eric, Eric, Eric this is the first time Eric's had a, had yeah, a I'm guest not good on at this the show. Quick fire questions. You are. You're great. You're, you're doing fine. We'll you're good. great. Favorite burger in town? <laughs> the one I make at home. That doesn't count, Joe. Okay. Well, hell, it's hard to find. Good. In okay. Seattle, we're not talking about the island. We're oh, talking about in Chicago. God, we're I really about go out Seattle. to eat burgers, you know, because I often get disappointed. Uh, you know who makes a good burger? The Boxcar over in Magnolia. Okay. They actually make a pretty damn good hamburger at that place. It's kind of a hole in the wall. It's kind of a dump. The burger is actually not bad there. Right. The Boxcar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what knife do you use? What knife do I use? Oh, yeah. Knives. Uh, knives. Oh, to cook. Yeah. Uh, I use a, a knife that costs <laughs> about four bucks. I use a key, the kiwi knife, the chef knife, oh, yeah. the oh, Asian those, brand I love kiwi. those tie blades. Right, that little where soft you, blade. Where do you find them uh, at? Vietois over on Jackson. Okay, right, so Vietois, the I, market over I, on Jackson. I bought about like 10 of them because they, yeah, they lose their they're like pretty four quick bucks. at um, Wajamaya. Yeah. Wajamaya stopped carrying them. Wajamaya. Yeah. They're like four dollars, man, and you can get them as sharp as sharp as a razor blade. Now the edge will wear off yeah. a little bit faster because mm -hmm. it's a softer steel. Yeah. But nevertheless, it's a really great knife, and you just get them really, really sharp. I like that. And I you don't have it. to sharpen them for a long time. No. Just kind of give them a couple of drags with one of those little hand sharpeners, and you're good to go. Now we're not cooking. We're not talking about cooking at home, but when you're cooking in a restaurant or catering or whatever, we didn't even talk about your catering. What are you cooking? I mean, are you a shorts guy? And then what kind of shoes do you wear? Oh, what do I wear? Uh, jeans. Jeans, a short sleeve jacket, though. Yeah. Short sleeve chef jacket, jeans, towel in the back pocket on the right hand side. Oh, only, yeah. on, the, only on the right. Well, I come from a Pyro neighborhood. I'm from a Pyro neighborhood. So, <laughs> right. Have conflicted rocking the, rock the blue towel? <laughs> right. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't rock a blue towel, man. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. But no, very dark jeans. Dark jeans, black short sleeve uh, chef coat. And, uh, you got that yeah. hat. You got black the... Crocs, black Crocs. Nice. No hat, I'm bald. No hat, no bandana, no, 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 no bandana, hat, no bandana. You know, sweat, sweatband, right. sweatbands. You know, I will wear sweatbands because I can wipe my forehead. You know, with the sweatbands. That's the one thing Guy Fieri did that's good. I think. Yeah, that's his one great, you know, contribution to the culinary world. It's uh, sweatbands. it reminded yeah. me to wear sweatbands. You know, on my uh, wristbands. I'm sorry, wristbands. Those are sweatbands. Yeah, those, those just go things. around your wrist. On my wrist, right? Yeah. What do you got on your feet? Crocs. Cro Crocs? Yeah. Another croc man. Yeah. I get shit on all the time. Well, not the ones time. with the louvered holes in the okay, top. Okay. Not that crap. Right. Closed. Right. Yeah, clo enclosed. What, right. what color? Black. Right. We got a friend that's like rocking yeah. tie-dye and orange ones, and that shit's got to go. Yeah, nah. No, I just like the real clean, you know, fresh kind of clean look. You know, your the boy, jeans are the same ones. Your boy over here cooks in, in high tops, man. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Oh. That's fun. I, I just like different colors. Yeah. Just... See, I, could, I wear the same type of jeans all the time. Dude. You know, they have to be the 232 denizens from Target. Right. There you go. Right. Slim uh, fit, you know, so I look, I feel sexy, you know. Feel sexy, you cook sexier food. 
uh, favorite restaurant in Seattle? In Seattle restaurant, uh, that would probably be the one over in Fremont. I can't think of the name of it right. Manolin. Manolin. Nice. I like yeah, that um, What is your favorite ingredient to cook with and what's your least favorite? My favorite ingredient to cook with. Wow. I mean, well, onions go in everything, but uh, like produce or just, just whatever. Like, like just something you, when you see it, you're like, holy fuck. Yes, that's going to be awesome. Oh, God, dude, that would be hummus. <laughs> right. I mean, I, lo- I dream about eating hummus, dude. Right. I usually eat it in my underwear. Man. <laughs> so that way, if I drop some food on myself, you know, I could just wipe it up with a piece of flatbread. You know? fan, a fan, right. of red, fan of red peppers? Yeah. Red peppers? Red some red peppers. Yeah. I like yeah. the Spanish paquillos, you know, yeah. things like that. I cook with a lot of habanero peppers. Oh, nice. Okay. Because uh, I like to use them in lots of different things, you know, where it would be unexpected sometimes. How many times... Did you prep habaneros without gloves before you figured out that you were never going to oh, do that again? A few again? times, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I've d- I've done it like when you go home at night. Yeah, and yeah. And you totally like mm-hmm. it's off your mind. And yeah, you, you like rub your room. eye. Or, yeah. 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 Take my touch, contacts out. Touch right. your dick. And you yeah. right. scratch your balls. Next right. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> balls of fire. You just forget. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Bill Haley in the comments. Right. I was trying to figure that song. Right. Great balls of fire or whatever. Right. Is that who made that old school guy, right? Yeah. Bill Haley. Is that right? Yeah. Was it? I thought it was Jerry Lee Lewis. Ah. Ah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Bill Haley was the rock around the clock guy. Oh, yeah. Great Balls of Fire was Jerry Lee <laughs> yeah, Lewis. Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis. Right on. Okay. Right. God, Godfather of rock and roll. You know right. Well, his, it was probably a venereal disease. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, who's your favorite? Who's your, who's your chef crush? Oh, man. Uh... What's the gal's name? Uh, Amanda Freitag. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of like her a little bit. She reminds me of a Renee Russo. Okay. Right. She yeah. has that kind of Renee Russo look. You know, kind of reddish hair, kind of sort of. Like, I like her. She's gotta, pretty cool. Got a go-to favorite cookbook? Uh, go-to favorite cookbook is one by Marcus Samuelson. Uh, it's this Pan-African book that he did. and uh, I've gotten a lot of great ideas mm. out of it, actually. It's called... Uh, Soul of uh, the soul of a cuisine, I think. Uh, it's a Marcus Samuelson cookbook. Mm. Right. Uh, favorite restaurant city. Favorite restaurant oh, city. Huh. That's a good one. I mean, because you were in Chicago, and that's yeah, a great. Yeah, uh, Chicago's got some good ones. Yeah. I mean, I like Los Angeles though, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm from LA, and just like, I tell you what, Chicago has great restaurants, mm-hmm. right? But when it comes to cheap eats, I think mm-hmm. Seattle is actually better than Chicago when it comes yeah. to cheap eats. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially Los Angeles That's when, inter- it, comes interesting to, to when it comes that. to cheap eats, L.A. Koreatown, all right. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's L.A. Yeah. yeah. Uh, quick note, the book is The Soul of a New Cuisine, the Soul of a, a Discovery cuisine. of Foods and Flavors of Africa. Yeah, that's it. By Marcus Samuels. There you go. Yeah. What, what's been the most surprising meal you've ever had? Like simple things that people specialize in. Yeah, yeah. Those are the things I tend to. Like, I was at the Polish Festival <laughs> at uh, Seattle Center yeah. a few years back and kind of kicking myself. And I was ashamed that I uh, never tasted blood sausage before. Had been out drinking the night before. And uh, I see this young kid. He's walking down First Avenue and he has a tag around his neck. I'm like, what is that for? Is there something going on at the Seattle Center? And he's like, yeah, there's uh, the Polish Festival today. I'm like, hmm, I was about to go to a 7-Eleven and get a deli sandwich and a quart of chocolate milk because I just needed something to eat. I was wasted. And I was on my way home. You know, right. It was one of those where you ended up at the five point nights. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, uh, so I go to the Polish festival thinking maybe pierogies, right? Oh. And I see blood sausage. Like, huh, you know what? I'm going to try blood sausage. Did you know today. what it was? Yes, I knew what it yeah. was, but I'd never eaten it. And I was kind of ashamed that I'd never tried it before. As my father used to eat it. Uncles used to eat it. And, um, oh, it blew me away. And I love the taste of liver anyway and mm. innards and all the awful, you mm-hmm, know, type mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, it was freaking amazing. Yeah. So what, what blood sausage. How, how is Polish blood sausage? Is it the same thing with like rice? Or this one was with the, rice. The, yeah, this one was with rice as a filler. Yes. And it was actually quite delicious, surprisingly delicious. In fact, I've been trying to find it ever since I've had it, you know, that day. What's your favorite music to cook to in a kitchen? Oh, my oh, favorite music. Oh, it uh, yeah. changes from time to time. Uh, these days, Afrobeat, like little Fela Kuti. You oh, know? yeah. 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 Afrobeat style. The old school Afrobeat. Not that garbage they call an Afrobeat nowadays, right? Which is basically just more of a Ghanaian dance hall or something, right? I'm talking about real Afrobeat. Yeah. 
Fela. Fela. Fela Anakalopo Kuki. There's a good, uh, there's a really good story of uh, who the fuck, I think it was the Rolling Stones went over there to record or something like that. And fella took him around to all his studios oh, and was no. getting him a shit ton of weed and like cocaine and, just, <laughs> and I think it was like Keith. Ri- yeah. Oh, that's Ginger yeah. That's Baker. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And the drummer and he he could like super party. He was like not with fella though. <laughs> <laughs> I I always put everybody else under the table. But this motherfucker got me faded. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your artwork. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that, are you switching over from uh, chef to uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, artist? Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, oh, I don't think I'm a threat to Picasso or anyone like that anytime soon. It's just uh, just funny things. It's you know? all food inspired. It's all food inspired which is, art. Which is really, right. really funny. Yeah. It's all food inspired. Where the pickle, the pickle eating the. Shout uh, out your give, give out your website. Uh, roasting pickle. It's not ready yet. I was just telling these guys about it, but I haven't started to promote it yet. Right? It's like for t-shirts and refrigerator magnets and all it's kind so of food inspired. It's things so good. Like you that. got you right. got me with the tomato. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but the food inspired artwork. Yeah, it's uh, something that's just fun to do, and it's a nice creative outlet. Have you always been drawing and doodling and stuff like that, or? Um, not really. You know, it's just something that kind of. I don't know why I started doing it. Like, why? I don't know. Those would look really good on menus. There was Absolutely. a reason. Right. Yeah. There's a reason why I started doing it. <laughs> I can't think of it right now. I was really high. I know, that's <laughs> right. I know that has something to do with it. I was really high. And uh, I saw a picture once of a peanut sitting on the toilet making peanut butter. You know, right. And I was like, damn, it would be pretty cool if I knew how to draw. This was like a claymation figure. Mm. And I was like, huh. Man, I wish I could just draw little silly, stupid stuff like that. You know, it would be fun to do. And so one night I just started scribbling on my telephone with my finger. You know what I mean? And uh, I was like, huh, pick up a piece of paper, just start doing some more scribbling. And I went to YouTube to learn how to draw a cartoon hand. (laughs) YouTube is great. YouTube is great. You can learn anything. I'm going to start doing surgery, I think. (laughs) Watching YouTube. And yeah, so after a while, it's doodling, and about a week later, I had like a coherent picture, you know, and uh, it's like, holy crap, you know, right. And then one thing led to another, so I have like five pieces now. You know, give, right. give out the website, yeah. man. Give out the website. Roast and Pickle. Roast and Pickle. Do you, yes. got, you got your social media set up for it yet? Just the, yeah. web, just the website? Yeah, but I got... haven't started promoting it, like I'm saying. I was just waiting to get about five or six items, you know, that yeah. I did originals, and then I'll put them yeah. on there. Right? Well, now you're Which is promote, this so, week. Yeah. Which which will be this week. It'll yeah, be short. That's cool, because we're going to start just blasting this everywhere. Yeah, probably, roast and pickle. You're probably going to become like kind of an unofficial sponsor. <laughs> like, oh <my> <laughs> and uh, and as it's a name I came up with, you know what I mean? A cooking-inspired name, yeah. basically, right? You know, roast and pickle. And they both could have double entendres also. You could be roasted. You could be pickled, you know. Right. Yeah. It could kind of take drinking. It could kind of take smoking. There you go. Take, Cooking techniques. Um, are you, <laughs> right? so, so what's what's next with you in the culinary uh, industry? Are you uh, looking to open up your own place? You did. You did. Have, I thought you had your own place. For, uh, no, no. Uh, right now, I'm working on like a pre-mixed stuff for people. Hmm. Like uh, I have a chili that I do as chili recipe and biscuits and cornbread. Tell, tell with the chili now. What kind of? Oh, chili I have talking? a chili. This is not some bitch ass chili. No, no. But, but, no. <laughs> But, but are, we t- are we talking like, because people in Texas will get very pissed if you put beans in it. Well, this chili. is not a Texas chili. This okay. one does have beans in it. Right? Ah, it's a Texas okay. chili, but it's a just add water chili mix. Oh, wow. Like, no, you don't have to add canned tomatoes to it mm-hmm. at all. So just water, beans, and meat. That's all you have to do. And so for any novice, you know what I mean, who can't cook and they want some badass chili, this is a really great chili that all they have to do is just add water to it. Get a Kimmy Spice, right. man. She'll start carrying that shit. Well, yeah. So it's just something I've been working on, you know, and I've been doing working on one also for um, China Alu mix also for a vegetarian yeah. chickpea and potato mix. I mean, that's also. some kind of some stuff we've been talking about on the show. Right. It's like yeah. so something that people can just add water to, but it's all Be natural. Simple, really right. good. Yeah, yeah it's it really good. Well, right. So is it dried yeah. or is it vacuum sealed? How are you doing it? Yeah, it's a vacuum sealed. The chili, you know, I just sent it to L.A. right now. Yeah. It was just mm. something I do in Los Angeles right now with uh, my sister has a foundation there with high school kids. Mm. They come in and cook. They sell stuff or whatever. And it was just kind of like my gift to them. Did you, you know, go down there? And uh, t- did you go down there and teach? Work with them? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah. When I'm down yeah. in Los Angeles, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
All right, I think that's going to bring great. us to the end of episode 117 of Grill How Long Steak, Mister. I, you know, um, <laughs> seven minutes. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Joe Kane. Right on, so man. So much. I love this man. That was so a lot much. of questions. Holy crap, dude. <laughs> dude I thought dude, I was yeah. being interrogated. Right. <laughs> Turn the lights off. The police is going to be outside right now. Like, <laughs> so now, now that you guys, now that you guys have heard his voice, if you guys haven't met this man before, you hear, hear his voice. You'll be able to pick this motherfucker's voice out from two bars down the street. No. <laughs> and you'll know. I'm an angel. You'll know where he's hanging out at. Because this guy's laugh and this guy's voice, and he's got some good stories, and he loves talking. Yeah. So, yeah. and he loves strangers coming up to him. And, Unfortunately, <laughs> sometimes. And he'll let you. He'll let you. He'll let you buy him a drink anytime Definitely. you want. Right. Price of admission. Uh, and he'll also let you feed him. So, oh yeah. He's with that too. Yeah. Uh, Joe, anybody you want to shout out? Uh, you've already tried to promote your thing. Do you want to give out your social medias? Do you want to uh, uh, social media? Pump like anybody's I say, restaurants up. Pickle. Like this would be pretty cool things, you know, for little knickknacks, uh, magnets, uh, inspirations, uh, t-shirts, things like that. Yoga t-shirts. I have things for the ladies on there that are cute. Smart. You know, Smart. Right. And so within the next month, you know, at the end of this month, I would say look forward to it. Get you an Etsy popping off. Little video there. Little <laughs> simple video. If you want to learn how to make some pickled mustard greens or something, you know, hey, it'll yes. be on there. Right. You got to do a hummus recipe. Little fermentation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there we go. Right. Well, is it the, don't you have a, the hummus uh, recipe on the t-shirt? I have a hummus recipe on a t-shirt. Uh, so that one's already on there. And it's like for like a yoga chick t-shirt, like a long sleeve uh Really nice fabric too is the tri blend, you know, part polyester, part <laughs> cotton, part rayon. Right. So it holds the shape. This man knows his yoga gear. <laughs> right. <laughs> he did some research. Hey, I know my fabrics, dude. He wants to right. sell these things. I used to be fa- I used to be fancy once upon a time. Right. People thought I was gay. Right. I was such a clean dresser. Yeah. Right. You still be out there. You be out there shining. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, nah, you out there looking good. I see I'm you out. You ain't right. never slacking. Yeah. But I don't like wear my Hugo Boss anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm not douchebaggy with it anymore. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, Eric, you want to give out your social medias? Yeah, Auto Seattle, Eric Vera Cooks, all that stuff. A lot of stuff coming in the, in the works. Uh, you can follow me on IG at Bobby Stills across all media, social media. So you want to see me flip out some more? <laughs> uh, for the show, it's going to be at Grill Hall Long Steak Mister on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. It's going to be uh, at How Long Steak Mister on Twitter. Email, it's going to be grillhowlongsteakmister at gmail.com. And that's Mister with an MR. That's right. Uh, for any podcast needs, audio, video, uh, social media bullshit, hit up soundcastingnetwork.com. Find us. We're there. See Joe's got more. Joe's oh, got more. and look up Soundbite drink on Facebook. Sound, Sound bite, bite drink. drink. Right. Oh, uh, one word What's on that? Facebook. What's that? Oh, that's just uh, nice recipes and things like that. Right. It goes to my food blog. Right? Oh, nice. My WordPress blog. How was you not going to How was you not gonna promote I that? I just Joe? remembered it. Right. Damn. Right. Dude, I got high this morning. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you update that? Uh, oh, that one, uh, yeah, there's a lot of content on there. <laughs> a lot of blog posts? Oh, you've got, a lot you've of got blog your, uh, your breakfast sandwich on there. Uh-huh, yeah, there's about. lots of blog posts on there. Oh, yeah. Right, and then if you click on one of them, it'll take you to my WordPress site. There's good music on there. I have album suggestions, like Sun Ra has a great album, Lanquidity, that's on there. That's the bomb. This is great. We opened up a whole different thing right there. It's great. I know. Uh, I want to shout out Eric Rivera's shirt today. That thing is fire. Ren and Stimpy. Little Ren and Stimpy up in the house. Uh, And I want to thank uh, Keith and Studio 212 for allowing us to record here. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Right on. Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.